It's good to see you. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the Porch Community Church. You know, we have been, I love our, our intro video there because we, we have this tendency to just jump from Halloween to, to Christmas and we forget that there's this season of Thanksgiving. And so we are in the middle of this and we're doing a series called Live Thank You. It's something we've talked about before and it's this idea that God has been so good to us Right? If you're actually to stop and step back and look at your life and consider all that God has done, even through the difficult times, right? That God is so good that, that we should, our response should be a life that lives thank you. And so that's why we're doing this series and, 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 and we are in the third week of it. And so I just want to say welcome to you if you happen to be, uh, this is your first time here with us. We're really glad that you chose to be here today. Um, we, we do what we do here. We say that we're following Jesus for our community. And we do that because of this, that we believe there's a God who loves you and who desperately wants to be in relationship with you through Christ Jesus. And so we, this is why we exist as a church and why we do what we do. And sometimes it's silly and fun and sometimes it's very serious and it's all for the kingdom of God. We're gonna be in Philippians chapter one today, Philippians one. We'll look at that in just a moment. If you don't have your Bibles, that's okay. It will be up on the screen. Um, so in the first week of this series, right, in Living Thank You, we talked about the idea of gratitude, like right? showing gratitude. And I think for some of us, we admitted that that's actually kind of hard to do, that we live in a time where we get everything we want whenever we want it, and we don't necessarily always show gratitude for it. And so we kind of paused on that and thought about I should live a life that is, is so grateful for what you know, God has done and, and the life that I have. And we sent you out. We like to do what we call action steps here. We like for you, yes, we want to look at the word and engage it and be in worship, but we also want you to carry it with you, you know? And so the action step for that first week as we talked about gratitude is we gave you some live thank you cards. And these were just some cards that, that said, God has loved me extravagantly. I want to live a life that says thank you and we sent you out and said hey use these put scripture on it write a prayer on it share it um, tip really well you know when you go out to eat you know all these things so we sent you with that the first week gratitude and then last week yes we talked about generosity but we didn't just talk about it right we actually we did it we showed up and did it and this is so cool and if you happen to miss it listen we said last week was Spare Change Sunday, and we asked everyone just to bring some change, bring the spare change you have, and combined between two services of change, we brought together $1,055. Actually, we were so, we were, we were so wanting to, to get the change counted, we actually shorted $102. So technically, $1,157, and, and we got that check to her, by the way. But we took that money, and we tipped a delivery driver that amount of money on a $20 order. I did the math this week. You know, whenever you go out to eat, you know, is it 15%, 20%? It was about 4,000% tip that she got. Actually, like 4,400% tip. So that was really cool to be able to do that. So we, we were generous, and it's so cool. And the, the lesson to be learned, and it was cool because I talked to my daughter about it, and her friend Avery, as we were driving home from, from church, was like, isn't it cool how we can each bring our little bit and combined it has a big impact? And they're like, yes. I mean, and I love that when a, when a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old can figure that out. Right? That's, that's the point. We want to be generous. Why? Because God has been generous to us. So gratitude and generosity. Today, 
we're talking about partnership. Partnership. That we want to live a life that, that says thank you to God. And we do that by partnering with God in the work that he has for us to do. Now, the definition of partnership is um, the state of being a, a joint owner. You know, being a joint owner, being involved in it. And I think we understand that terminology in regard to like business. You know, you say they're partners in business, they're partners in the law firm, you know, they're partners or, you know, I think we might even get that in regard to marriage, right? We're, we come in this together, we're both in this together. We might even do that with our friendships and our, you know, those, those close relationships. I don't know how well we're doing in regard to the church. And this morning as I talk about the church, I don't just mean here, right? I'm talking about the church, like God's church, like the people of God. And I wonder if, we cons- if you consider yourself today as a partner in what God is doing. Because if you're a follower of Jesus, that's exactly who you are. Paul wrote about this in Philippians chapter 1. He actually referred to us as partners in the gospel. And so that's what I want us to look at together this morning, beginning in chapter 1, verse 3 through 6. And the sixth verse is the one that I think a lot of us know, but I want you to hear the first part. And it says this, Paul's writing to the church. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. And I remember that because we're going to talk about prayers in a minute. Okay? In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your, here it is, your partnership in the gospel. Paul's writing to followers of Jesus. Paul's writing to the church. He says, you are a partner in the gospel. You know what Paul didn't write? He didn't say, I'm so excited and I'm praying for you because you are a member of the Philippian church. You go to First Philippi and I'm so excited for you. He says, no, I pray in all my prayers for you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, Paul writes, that he who began a good work in you, he will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So when I look at this this, uh, passage of scripture, what I see here is that there's not just this one-time moment that we declare Jesus or we declare our partnership and then we're done. This is an ongoing thing. I mean, Paul says it. He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion. That means it's a journey. You hear us say here a lot, the journey of faith, that we're on a journey of faith. We're on a journey together. We're partners in this. And so we, we most definitely embrace this uh, I want to say concept, this reality, this truth that, that we are partners in the gospel here at the Porch Community Church, but, but beyond that as well. Which is why, if, when we talk about just here, we don't have members. We don't do membership. We'll talk about partnership, and we'll have partners, and we'll have people that say, hey, I want to partner in ministry for the gospel, right? I don't want to partner with the Porch Community Church I want to be a partner in ministry of the gospel of Jesus, and it might happen to happen here. It might happen to occur here at the porch. So here's what we want to do. So we're talking about living thank you, right? Gratitude, generosity. Another way we live thank you 
is through our partnership in the gospel. How are we living that out? How are you living out, if you're a follower of Jesus, how are you being a partner in the gospel? I think that's a really good question for for you to ask yourself. It's been a good question for me to ask myself. How are we doing this? How am I living into this? And there's two crucial questions that I think that affirm this partnership in the gospel. And there are two questions that, that we ask, and many of you at some point have stood on this stage or elsewhere, and you've answered these two questions. I think it's good to re-examine sometimes the, the commitments we make and the decisions we make. And so for a lot of you today is a re-examination. For some of you, it might be the first time you've stopped and considered that, oh, okay, God actually, he has something for me to do, not just believe, it's a partnership in the gospel. So these two crucial questions, and the first one is the most important. I mean, you don't even ask the second one if the, if the first one's not addressed, all right? And the first question is what I've mentioned already a few times, talking about being a follower of Jesus. So the question is, are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Very important question. First and foremost, what that means is that we understand and that we believe that Christ is Savior, that, that we're not just following a, a philosopher, we're not just following a, a good teacher, uh, a historical figure, but we are following after the Savior of the world. Are you a follower of Jesus? And so what that means is it's, it's a person who's come to this place by God's grace, right? It's not just us saying, you know what? I decided today I'm gonna follow Jesus. No, it's God's grace working in us, okay? And we come to this place where we go, you know what? There's sin in my life, and as much as I've tried to to mitigate this, to, to get rid of it, to move past it, to move beyond it, it is still with me, right? This is the, the mindset. This is what it means to be a follower of Jesus, to recognize that there's sin in your life, and then to understand that you need to be forgiven of that sin. Otherwise, it just weighs on you. It's a burden upon you all the time. That's not a way to live. That's not life. So we recognize this. And then, this is what it means to be a follower of Jesus, we say, okay, I believe that Jesus is the only one who can bring forgiveness. He's the only one who can take my sin from me. He's the only one that can bring me new life. This is what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And then, you don't all, it's not only about recognizing Jesus, knowing you have sin, and saying, please forgive me, Jesus, but then you have a desire to live a life that seeks to grow closer to God. Right? That's the journey of faith. This is what it means to be a follower of Jesus. All of this put together. I don't know if you picked up on this or not, but do you know what a follower does? Follows. That's what it means. If we're a follower of Jesus, then we should be following Jesus, which means we're on this journey of faith. In February, about a month before the world shut down, right, just a group of students started this journey. They started on this journey together to understand their faith in Jesus, to to really spend some time together, committed together to say, we want to talk about this and understand this and ask questions about this and and really for, for them in their life to really kind of to own it for themselves. And those students are, I want to recognize them now, and uh, one couldn't be here, 
but uh, Nicholas Alvarado and Jersey Bedgood and Emma Reed and Noah Scott and Porter Scott and Will Trickett and Ellie Scott Wade and Elizabeth Warren. And these students, along with the lovely Drew Patterson and the handsome Nina Henson, so that's how that works. So, hey, hey, where, where are you, Drew? There, can you stand up? There you are. Where's Nina? Hey, Nina. These are two very committed, wonderful leaders. Thank you both for your time and spending with, with our students and, and loving them and, and caring for them. And, and not just with Drew and Nina, but with their parents. This is what I love, that these were conversations that these students, the names I just read, they got together and they were talking with their parents about faith. And so this is what they were doing. And the plan, we all had a lot of plans last spring, didn't we? The plan was the Sunday before Easter, right? Palm Sunday. We were going to welcome in. We were, these students were going to come to a place where they were going to say, yes, I am a follower of Jesus. And it was going to be a grand celebration day. It was going to be really, really cool. But then, COVID. So three weeks ago, they started getting back together again. The students and, the, and their parents and their leaders. And they got back together because they wanted to th not finish the journey but finish the conversation about the journey, right? And so they got back together, and, and what's really cool is that they've all come to this place in their faith journey where they have said, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus. And I'm telling you, and I, and I know we said it in class, but, but that's the, the most important yes you'll ever give in your life. The most important yes you will ever give in your life is to say yes to Jesus you might think some other yeses are important and you know that, that you know that boy might write a really cute hoco poster which you know really his mom did right and you want to say yes but I'm telling you that's kind of an important yes but there's a more important yes and it's you're a follower of Jesus so I'm really excited that, that this is that you're part of this today because where we find ourselves the, this morning is that with these students, and we knew that this was going to be a day we were going to celebrate with them, but I thought, no, we need to all re-examine how we view our partnership in the gospel. First of all, if we even view it as a partnership at all, or if we're just a member and we put our name on a piece of paper, my goodness, friends, that's not how any of us should be living our life for Jesus. Heck no. There are no silent partners in the church zero so we've asked these questions um, we there's something called the I think most a lot of us know it, the Apostles Creed it is the foundation of the Christian faith it is it is a document that is has uh, stood the test of time about what it means to be a follower of Jesus and we asked these students to write it in their own words and so we said, hey, do you want to get on a stage and do it, or would you rather video? And they videoed, so that's always good. You know, it's a little bit nerve-wracking to do that. So let's watch this clip together real quick. He is almighty and powerful, and no one can separate us from him. Jesus is God's only Son and was made by the Holy Spirit. 
He was born in human form by the Virgin Mary. Suffering he was under Pontius Pilate, he was crucified, died, and buried. At three, he rose from the dead and ascended to heaven. Someday he will come back to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. He helps me be closer to Jesus. I believe in the Church of God. One day he will take all who believe in this and bring them to heaven with him and God. I believe he forgives my sins and that he sent the Holy Spirit to live in my heart. And after our life here, we shall live forever, forever in heaven. Amen. Don't you love middle school? It's a good time. It's a good time. Thank you, students, for doing that and sharing that and putting that into your words. So we ask the question, the first, the most important question is, are you a follower of Jesus? And if, if, you're not, if you're not cluing in right now, if you're not paying attention, just stop and ask yourself that question. Am I a follower of Jesus? Do I believe these things? The second question that, that we ask in regard to partnering in ministry and saying, I'm going to partner in the ministry of the gospel, right? That's what Paul writes about. Not just partner here at the Board Community Church. No, partner in the gospel. Partner in what this means for the world. The second question we ask is this. Do you desire to partner in ministry with us? And there's five indicators of what it means to partner. Your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness. We ask those five questions. I want to explain those real quickly because this is what we mean by prayers. What does it mean to be a follower of Jesus, to be a partner in ministry and pray? You know what? You pray for your community. You pray for your community. And that word community can mean a lot of things. Apply it to all those things. Is it your town? Is it your school? Is it your neighborhood? Is it your job? Is it, is it online? I mean, whatever it is, are you praying for your community? Are you praying for the light of Jesus to be evident in your community? Another, another way you pray is that this is, this is big, but you pray for opportunities to be Jesus in your everyday life, in those communities. God, how can I, <clears throat> excuse me, God, how can I be present in these ways, how can I be present in this community? And then, it, as, as part of the being here in the church, here local, you, you pray for the people in the church because you probably know this, but life happens. And sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad and sometimes it's exciting and sometimes it's heart-wrenching. But you pray for the people that you do life with. You pray for the ministries of the church. <clears throat> Casey, would you mind grabbing me a water? <clears throat> Thank you, ma'am. You pray for the ministries. You, you pray for the people who are teaching our kids and our students and community groups. You pray. So how are you evident in the life of the church? <clears throat> you pray. Your presence. Your presence. Presence goes hand in hand with prayers. And here's why I say that. Because when we are intentional about praying to see God work, for God to show up, thank you so much. <clears throat> um, when you pray for that, is it enough just to pray and go, oh man, I hope God does something? No. We pray. We say, okay, God, I want to be intentional about praying to see you work and show up. But then, here's what happens. Then we show up, right? Are you a follower of Jesus? You want to partner in the ministry that God has for us in the gospel? Well, then you pray, and then you show up. 
When God shows you where the opportunities are, you show up. When we're saying we're, we're partnering in ministry, yeah, that means show up to worship. Okay. Of course. That's not it. That's certainly not the, the end of it. That's not the only way you show up. You show up to serve in our community. You show up to, to, to serve. You show up in community group. You show up in paracolea group. You show up. Now, of course, we're in an interesting time right now. COVID. When I say show up, I know there's people watching online right now who are going, I can't show up. It, it's not physically possible for me to show up right now. It would not be good. It's not okay for me to show up in that building. I get it. I do. That's not exactly what I mean. So I want all of us to hear this. I want to talk about showing up. See, because I love the fact that when, when I think of the many people who can't physically be here right now, like I can see their faces, I, their names are coming to me right now. What I love is that they're still present, right? They're, they're, yeah, they're tuning in online, they're engaging, they're, they're hearing the message, they're part of worship. But then they're, they're praying. Or when we say, hey, we're collecting canned foods, they're dropping off canned goods. Like when we say we've got opportunities to serve, they're doing this. They're showing up. Maybe, maybe they're, they're not in the seat right now, understandably, but they're still showing up. So I'll repeat what I said a few moments ago. There is no such thing as a silent partner in the church. Partners show up. So your prayers and your presence. Well, let me put it this way in case you're not picking up when I'm laying down. Pre-COVID, would, would, would you have bought like season tickets to Georgia football and then not shown up? Crazy, right? That's crazy. That's crazy talk. Why would you even say that, Shannon? Like, that's ridiculous that you would buy season tickets and then not show up, right? For some reason, when we think about our partnership in the gospel of Jesus and our partnership in the life of the church, yeah, I'm a member. Yeah, I've, I said the things. I raised the hand, I walked the aisle, I did the things. But, eh, I might be there, I might not. I might help, I might not. I might serve, I might not. I might participate, I might give, I don't, you know, maybe. When I say football season tickets and whether you show up or not, everyone gets it. But for some reason in our mind, when we talk about this of the church, we're like, eh, you know, sometimes every now and then. Are you with me? Are you following me? I mean, that's like a, like that makes me go, oh my goodness. I will confess to you. I like to be real. Friends, if I wasn't paid to be here every Sunday, you might not see me every Sunday. And you know why? Because I don't always take my partnership in the gospel of Jesus as seriously as I should. That's convicting. Our prayers and our presence. Are you a partner in ministry? Then you pray. Are you a partner in ministry? Then you show up. And we understand that that means different ways, especially for those who can't be here right now. But then we ask another question. Prayers, presence, and then we say your gifts and your service. And these two most definitely go hand in hand. 
Because, see, God has given each of you gifts. God has given... Some of you are going, no, he hasn't me. Yes, he has. God has given you gifts. Some gifts you see. And, and I say gifts and service. Some gifts you see, and you see them because people serve with those gifts. We have people that stand up on this stage every Sunday, and you see their gifts, and they serve with that gift. But then there's so many other gifts and ways of serving that we don't see it, and we don't recognize it, and we don't know it. But you know, there's, there's, there's some crazy person out there who's like really good at math, and you are a teacher, and God has gifted your brain to be able to teach that in a way that people understand it. And you can serve God with that gift. Right? Some of you, we, we are gifted in so many different ways. So you want to partner in ministry in the, for the gospel of Jesus? Then you pray and you show up. And then you use your gifts and you serve. Now, of course, when we say gifts, yes, we also mean financially. I mean, the, the ministry of the church doesn't happen. You know, things don't get paid for and stuff like that and, and bills and your staff and all that. But my goodness, it is so much wider and deeper than that. It's all those things encompassed. Our commitment to support, but then our commitment to offer our gifts to serve God. Prayers, presence, gifts, service. Think of it like this. You pray, follow the line of thinking here. You pray and you ask God to work to reveal himself, right? There's your prayers. And then when he does, then you show up to do your part, right? That's your presence. But then you don't show up and go, I got nothing, God. No, you show up and he's like, and I've gifted you. Here's your gifts. And then you don't just show up and use your gifts and be like, look at me. No, you show up with your gifts and you say, glory to God. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to teach you this algorithm. <laughs> I did a lot of praying when I was trying to get through Algebra 2. It was really a really terrifying experience in my life. Um, but we show up. We pray. We're present. We use our gifts. We serve God. And then finally, the last, there's five indicators, right, of what it means to partner. The fifth one is our witness. And my goodness, if we haven't already seen it in these four, I mean, here it is. Our witness, our everyday lives, this is what I mean by witness. Our everyday lives are a testimony of the goodness of God through Jesus. Even when life is not so good. Even when, when things are not great. Our testimony, our witness. Last week we talked about we kind of got like hit upside the head with a passage that said, are your deeds as good as your doctrine? Ouch. This is it. The witness, are our deeds as good as our doctrine? So see, if we say we follow Jesus, then we're going to have a witness to back that up. So what I'd love to do right now is I would just love, as we've talked through this, so are you a follower of Jesus and will you... Indicate that by your prayers, by your presence, by your gifts, by your service and your witness. I'd like to invite our six students if they would come on up to the stage now and um, celebrate like we always do when we invite people in to partner in ministry. I've asked our student pastor, Justin, of course, to be a part of this, this great time. Come on over. Let's have... Good job. Okay. Boys on one side, girls on the other. 
Okay. It's couple skate. Did anyone ever do that? Okay, anyway. Hey, it's good to see you guys. What do you think about being up here on the stage? I don't know. <laughs> Will has a new nickname from our time together. Can I tell him your nickname? Pontius. We call him Pontius now. So when we were learning that. But hey, listen, so students, you've you've been together with with Drew and Nina, you spent time. The last couple of weeks, Justin and I got to be a part of that conversation as well. Uh, you had a great retreat before the world shut down, and you really got to spend time together. And you talked about these things, right? And, and you guys have all come to this place. So I just want to ask you the two questions now, like making it formal and official. All right? Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? If so, say yes. 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 I love that yes, ma'am. Good job. Now, as a follower of Jesus, and you want to partner in ministry here, okay, will you pray? Will you show up? Will you um, use the gifts that God's given you? And, and he might still be working those. Like, there might be some gifts that you have that we still don't know about, you don't know about, right? Your prayers, your presence, your gifts. Will you serve when the opportunity comes? And then, most importantly, in everything you do, will you be a witness for Jesus Christ, wherever God takes you? If so, say yes. Yes, ma'am. Excellent, excellent. You're a follower of Jesus. Prayers, presence, gifts, service, and witness. We have before us, yeah. Uh, Y'all can raise your hand as I read your name. Jersey Bedgood, Emma Reed, Noah Scott, Porter Scott, Will Pontius Trickett, and Ellie Scott Wade. We are so glad. Porch community, would you welcome in these new ministry partners this morning? I've asked Justin to say a prayer for us, and then we're going to have a really special time of baptism for Jersey. So, Justin. Right. Uh, Father, what an incredible day, God, to celebrate um, new life mm -hmm. in Christ. Uh, Father... This is not the end of the journey. It's just the beginning. We know that the decision is the first step uh, into the kingdom of God. Father, I pray over these students that all the days of their life they will honor you and serve you. God, that they would love you with their whole heart. That they would grow to be men and women of integrity that um, preach your gospel with their lives. We thank you for the decisions made. We thank you that, God, we know... Uh, it's not easy. We know it's not going to be easy. But I pray that we as the church would surround them, that we would walk this journey with them, that we would uh, guide and counsel them and pray for them and share in this journey with them, God. Help us to be faithful to our call to help raise up young men and women who love Jesus so, so much with their whole heart. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Porch community, we celebrate as the students make their way back to their seats. So one of the things we talked about with, with the students as we were having these conversations was, has, have any uh, not been baptized yet? And they, they would desire to be. And of course, uh, all of our students had, uh, but Jersey was, was waiting for this time in her life to do this. And so Jersey Lynn Bedgood is here with her mother, Crystal. And, of course, family and friends. And uh, we're really glad that you're a part of this. You know, 
Sometimes our folks, we, we do baptism and we see it happening over here, you know, in the baptismal. But the beauty of, of baptism is that it's not in the, the way in which the water is used. It's a representation of the grace of God. And so Jersey has chosen for this way that we're going to do baptism by what we call sprinkling or pouring. And so, but I'm not going to pour the whole pitcher on you. So now we know Jersey by your statement that you just made that you are a follower of Jesus and that you desire to be baptized. So we're very, very excited for you. So I'd ask if you would kneel and mama, if you want to stand beside her and, and pastor Justin, if you're here with us, people of God, the, the water that's represented here represents new life in Jesus Christ. It represents the grace of God working in our life. Long before we even knew it, he was working. And we celebrate that today. And we celebrate the decision that Jersey has made to follow after Jesus and her desire to be baptized this morning. So Jersey Lynn, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit being raised to new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. People of God, will you celebrate with Jersey and her mom and her family? Wow, it's it's been a good it's been a good day. Not all, but we're not done. Well, wait, there's more. So, um, honey, if you wouldn't, uh, honey, I know like there's there's 20 of you called honey, but I was talking to my honey, so. Kind of like whenever you hear like mom at the store and we all turn our head, right? So, um, honey, if you wouldn't mind uh, moving this down there. But not only that, but we have some families who, through this process of spending time talking with each other in this group, they said, hey, not only does our student want to make this decision and make this uh, declaration, but we want to do this as a family. So I'm going to ask the Scots and the Wades if they would come up here real quick, because we definitely want to recognize you guys. And and um, celebrate that. So coming up on stage is Justin and, and Julie Scott and their, their sons Ford, and you've met Noah and Porter, and also Emily and Connor Wade, and you've met their daughter Ellie Scott. But we have these two wonderful families who have uh, been a part of and say, hey, this is where we are. And so you all have said we're followers of Jesus, correct? And, um, and that you want to be here, not just here, but like where God takes you in the community, in the life of faith, with your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness. Is that true? It is. Well, then we gladly welcome in the Scots and the Wades to our church family. Would you welcome them in this morning as ministry partners? Congratulations, you guys. So um, y'all can make your way. Uh, the band can make their way out here. As we gonna, we're going to close out our time in great celebration for all that God has done today. But listen, please don't make this about, oh, that was wonderful for what happened to those people on the stage. Ask yourself the question, Porch Community, right? Are you following after Jesus? And is this evidenced in your prayers and in your presence, in your gifts, in your service, and in your witness? And listen, if you're ready for the first time to say, you know what? I am a follower of Jesus. I recognize my sin, my need for forgiveness, and that Jesus is the only way. If you recognize that and see that, or maybe you've never been baptized and you want to make that next step, 
Listen, I hope that you would, or, or I don't want to leave this out either. Maybe you're saying, you know what? I do want to partner in ministry. This is where we are. This is where we want to live out what was talked about this morning. I'm going to give you a really practical step. It, and it might seem kind of like disengaged, but it's just the practical way we can do this in the world we're living in right now. If you're interested, you want to say yes to Jesus, you want to partner in ministry, you want to be baptized, go to our website, theporchcc.com. Scroll to the bottom, and there's a place that says Ministry Partner. You click on that, take you about one minute to fill out information, and we will be in touch with you because we want to be on this journey of faith with you. That's what makes it so fun is to do all this together. God, we thank you for what has happened in the life of your church today. We thank you for how you have moved and, and shown yourself to these, these young adults who have said yes to you. We thank you for the families who have said, this is where we want to invest. We don't want to be a silent partner. We want to be here. We thank you for the, the beautiful sacrament of baptism we saw in, in Jersey. And thank you for her faith and her life. God, would you continue to speak to us as we end our time together in this moment? But that most certainly wouldn't be the end of us contemplating what it means to be a partner with you for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together, porch community, and lift our voices in praise. <laughs>